We are a go for another exciting episode of Buckeye Bombast with Bellhaven and the Boy. Week one in the books <clears throat> out of our 25 games. Um, and 10 being different. Week one and we had big fun. I, I find it very funny that we both ended up 16 and 9. Uh, I yes, finished. we did. <clears throat> I finished with 215. You finished with 195 in terms of confidence points, so pretty close. Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Not as close as I would like. Right, but still, I mean, I, that's a good week. I'm I'm happy with that record. Uh, that's about what I was hoping for coming out the gate in week one, so... Uh, yeah, 16-9 and nine is pretty good, Um but man, were we way off on a few? Or at least I was. I yeah, I was off on a definitely on a couple of them, and games that will obviously you know kind of go over um, in terms of you know what you saw some of the main surprises of the week. Uh, of course, hit the recap and then our uh, preview for this week: Ohio State, Oregon, uh, which should be a good game. So uh, I'll start. Yes. The biggest surprise. Uh, for me, definitely the Iowa-Indiana game. Uh, had that one pegged completely wrong. Now, Iowa, most of their points came from, you know, the two pick sixes. And, you know, they had that, I think, about 60-yard run uh, early on. Minus that, I think they only scored 14, you know, off of doing what Iowa does and moving the ball methodically and getting the score. But... Yeah, from from what I saw, this offense looked like a lot like it did against Ole Miss, even with Penix back. Penix telegraphed a lot of his throws, especially on the two pick sixes, uh, and chucking balls up. The running game was non-existent, which was a problem last year for Indiana. I was really surprised. Iowa, of course, took advantage, but they played really well. I mean, give them credit. You know, only only holding Indiana to six. Uh, definitely surprised me and made me rethink, uh, especially the game against Iowa State uh, this week. So, yeah, um, that was a huge surprise. Obviously, that was one I was way way off on. Um, yeah, I spent all of our uh, summer episodes and all of our episodes leading up to this i you know spent talking about how worried i was about indiana and of course uh how way overhyped uh, i think iowa is and always is you know uh but iowa was impressive you're right i mean most of that came in an onslaught but still i mean you know sometimes when ohio state gets up big uh they they let people fool around you know and, and get back in it and stuff you know iowa didn't do that um yeah i thought indiana was going to compete they, they still can right they can still compete for the division they're obviously one behind now which doesn't help but they could still compete but yeah way off on that one very surprised with iowa um but i i, I think now when you said um you know, may, maybe make you rethink about Iowa State. I, I don't know why. They always beat Iowa State anyway, so. Well, I at least thought that Iowa State, this is the year that they actually should win. Uh, and I was, it was going to be a close one anyways. I thought 
even though they should win, uh, Iowa was going to take them down to the wire. But now I'm, I think I was going to win this game again. And I know yeah, they probably weren't showing a lot, even in their close win against you know an FCS team last week. But uh, it's kind of like <laughs> not showing a lot. They didn't show anything. True, but it's, <laughs> it's kind of like anything at all. It's kind of like Michigan at this point. Until they actually beat us, uh, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Buckeyes, much like Iowa. They haven't beaten Iowa in five or six years, so I'm just going to still roll right. with Iowa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we, we, we haven't got to that point yet where we're doing our picks, but you know, part of me wants to say, okay, it, it's Iowa State's year, but then that game against Northern Iowa, I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know. What else surprised you? Uh, um, Uh, uh, Notre Dame, uh, that didn't surprise me. Uh, North Carolina. (laughs) Oh, yeah, North Carolina. I was saying uh, pretty much everybody, uh, every ranked team had a problem besides Alabama. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Uh, to that point, you know, Ohio State had the misfortune of being the first top 10 team to play. And. So that's what everybody was focused on. Oh, Ohio State, they got problems. And it's legit, right? I mean, you and I both complained about it as well, especially me, about their defensive issues. But then comes North Carolina losing. Then comes um, Notre Dame almost losing. Then comes Oklahoma. uh, Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Oregon. Yeah, Oregon had problems with Fresno State. Uh, A&M had problems for most of the game with Kent State. Honestly, uh, I, they finally I'm pulled away. so surprised that Kent State didn't pull that cover out. I mean, that kicker missed two easy field goals at the end, and I thought for sure I was going to lose that one. But <laughs> I know. Somehow. I know. Same. Yeah, there were a couple I, of I talked that up more to A&M being doofuses. <laughs> but if you watch that game, they were openly talking about it. And that's the first time I, I, I've heard, I I always hear announcers, well, not always, but sometimes, you know, announcers will kind of bring up the spread or, you know, the gambling aspect. Um, but in that game, and I think it, it was this game, where they were openly talking about covering the spread. Uh, the first time the field goal kicker came out, he missed. They talk about it, and then he comes in again. They're like, okay, so if you're, you know, you're paying attention, you know, type of thing i'm like wow they're actively <laughs> uh you know talking about um the gambling piece of it which was kind of a surprise to me yeah uh yeah they're big yeah oklahoma you know they were up 37 14 at the half i didn't get to watch uh, a lot of the i didn't get to watch any 330 games or uh only the second half of the noon games but yeah to, i thought for sure oklahoma was gonna cover that and then uh, just out of nowhere, they only score three points. Tulane comes roaring back. And that's pretty funny because I didn't expect that at all. And Oklahoma will have some things to uh, – they'll have some things to look over in these upcoming games. Yeah, if that was wanna, another one I was way they, off on. Yeah, if they want to stay unbeaten this year, they're going to have to get some stuff together. Uh, of course, North Carolina looked absolutely awful. That offense couldn't do anything. Maybe it's the first road game. Uh, I think they still could compete. 
after watching the ACC, Miami getting blown out. Of course, it was Alabama, but we, we knew it was it was going to be a blowout. Uh, but they didn't even look the part at all. Um, no. Yeah, th- that division no, is, is going to be interesting for sure. That whole uh, conference. Yeah. That is a, I mean, last year, I think we kind of called it out as being the absolute worst power five. And I think this year will be no exception. I think they're probably even worse this year than they were last year. But yeah, Oklahoma, uh, that was another one. Yeah. Yes. We were 16 and nine. And if you're 16 and nine in your bets every week, you know, we, we could easily, um, outshine a lot of the, the quote unquote experts, right? But it's the ones that I'm so way off on, you know, because I, I, you know, I say dumb things. All right. The bombast comes out, you know, I rip on Iowa, rip on Iowa. They come in and they kick the crap out of Indiana, Uh, Oklahoma. I said, hey, we're becoming Oklahoma and they're actually becoming us. Uh, You know, their defense is getting a little bit better. Uh, Our defense is terrible. Um, So, yeah, I, I had no problem picking them on that spread. And then what happens? They show up. The same Oklahoma, the same Lincoln Riley Oklahoma, uh, showed up again, and and that was funny. It was. Uh, I think another interesting one. Uh, how about UCLA? They they absolutely handled LSU. Uh, I thought. Not surprised. Oh, speaking of which, how how are you feeling now about your division winners, uh, LSU and Washington? Well, like I said, you know, <laughs> uh, you can overlook the 16 and 9 because I, th- I say dumb things. You know, I was Man, looking for I'd... something really, really dumb that day. You know, I was having a good day, you know, uh, just being way too smart about way too many things. And I thought, you know uh... what? I haven't done a lot of dumb things today. So LSU. Um, yeah. I don't know. No, LSU is not going to compete. <laughs> well, I, it's it's Alabama, and who else? I mean, A and M didn't do anything. I can see LSU beating A and M. Um, I can see them beating not, Old Miss. Not with that run defense. Um, I can see them beating uh, Arkansas definitely. Uh, who else? Mississippi? Oh, Mississippi State. They had to come back to to win against what was it? La Tech. Um, so it's really Alabama, um, Auburn is a dark horse. You really don't know about them. So uh, yes, they won't compete. I I think it's clear now Alabama is probably going to take that division again. So yeah, I feel that, uh, it was a dumb thing to say. (laughs) I just, I, that LSU team was loaded with talent, uh, and I thought they would have some things fixed, but that run defense looked about the same as it did last year at UCLA. Yes. You know, they outcoached them, and uh, Charbonnet transferring from Michigan, coming back, he looked great. Uh, their their run <laughs> game looked, looked really good. He never looked that good at Michigan, and that's what is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me laugh heartily. Uh, oh, and, and Milton, right? Milton. <laughs> I wouldn't say he looked great. The competition was Bowling Green, but <laughs> Milton no, he looked better at Tennessee than he did at uh, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, uh, but UCLA, I think uh, they're they're going to be a good. They're going to be a a pick for the. Did you pick UCLA to win the South? I did. Yeah, I thought so. I and and I picked them to to uh, like I said to cover. And I think I even said on the show that they they would 
probably beat LSU. I did pick pick that, I think. You did, yeah. Uh, and I was just mentioning it. How about Washington losing to Montana? Good Lord. <laughs> there are a lot of, there well, are a lot of FCS wins. There's another foot in the mouth, right? Because I think I picked Washington as a dark horse, uh, to take their division. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but that's just crazy to me that they lost to Montana. So, yeah. If we teams. forget that, I look pretty smart about UCLA, but no. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, <clears throat> Excuse me. I think the only really other game, um, well, Wisconsin. Well, I guess Wisconsin Penn State, uh, the Big Ten defensive slugfest. Uh, I was kind of surprised by Wisconsin had many opportunities, uh, but could never really figure it out. Penn State's different defensive front looked really good. Um, yes, they. I, I, watching all the teams, though, especially in the Big. Big Ten, there's really not a team that scares me. I mean, Penn State doesn't scare me, even with their offense. They all they have is Dotson, uh, a double team Dotson. I, Sean Clifford didn't do much in that game. He still looked like the same old Sean Clifford that he did that he has yeah, the past couple of years. Until the uh, defense buttons it up a little bit, <laughs> almost okay. all of them scare me right now. <laughs> not enough. as badly though, but. I mean, yeah, Penn State, uh, you know, Michigan looked good against Western Michigan, like I thought they would, but again, it's Western Michigan. And that uh, surprised me. I, I really thought they would. I, I didn't know what to think of Michigan with their whole wholesale uh, set of changes. But, um, yeah, I mean, they they had to do it, right? Because how else can they get their annual September national championship and uh, Heisman, right? So. <laughs> right. Uh, but it was fun to watch that kind of defensive slugfest. Uh, Wisconsin's going to have to figure out someone on offense if they want to win the West. But otherwise, how about Clemson and Georgia? No offensive touchdowns. That's crazy. Yeah, the interesting thing about that game is, yeah, Clemson's offense didn't look good at all, really. Every once in a while, they had a play here and there. That Ngata was really good, uh, I think. Uh, without him, uh, they wouldn't have scored at all. Um, but they scored the same amount of points as Georgia. You know, each team, each offense scored three points. Um, Georgia's defense was only slightly better than Clemson's. Yet coming out of that game, it was like uh, with the national media, you know, two different ends of the spectrum. Georgia is all, 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 all of a sudden the most wonderful thing on the planet. Not only did they take Clemson's number three spot, they jumped them up to number two because they're so stinking awesome, right? But Clemson, oh, they've got some issues. Uh, they're going to have some problems in the ACC, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? <laughs> it, you, something doesn't mesh here. If Georgia is that awesome and Clemson scored the same amount of points offensively, and if not for a pick six, you know, but, but Clemson has all these problems and, and Georgia is the best things in sliced bread. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't seem to uh, compute for me, but um, yeah, it was yeah. a terrible game to watch. I mean, neither team looked very good. It reminded me uh, about a dozen years ago, highly ranked, big first game of the year. I think it was Florida state and Miami hurricanes high, both highly ranked. And I think Florida State won like 13-10, something like that. A similar 
slugfest. And it was ugly to watch. I mean, it was ugly. And, oh, man, these two awesome teams came together for this, blah, blah, blah. Like They, they were terrible. And, and it turned out they both stunk that year, which I thought was funny. I don't think Georgia and Clemson are going to stink this year, but it was an ugly game uh, to watch. And it's just all the more reason why let's put the brakes on Georgia. I mean, if they barely beat Clemson, and Clemson has issues, then let's put the brakes on Georgia. (laughs) Yeah. Especially listening, you know, to, to Georgia fans, it it is tough. Georgia's defense is really good. Their defensive line, especially the interior was really good. I mean, they got seven sacks. They pressured all night. uh, Clemson's interior offensive line was clearly the issue. um, And had, he had some more time at the, think they would have done better it's just week one it's still the acc they should rough shot through that schedule i mean they should blow everybody out still uh and they'll have time to work on all those issues they won't face another defense like that until the playoffs if they make it there so clemson will be fine same with georgia uh but yeah i i do agree that offense they were missing a lot of pieces so you know everybody's saying oh they're gonna be uh even better when they get everybody back. I'm not so sure about that. Georgia still has to prove that offense. Uh, they didn't run very well. Um, JT Daniels certainly uh, hasn't, you know, didn't prove anything in that game. He was a good game manager. They moved the ball well enough, uh, but they weren't great. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I'm going to hold the brakes on them until. You know, we see him play Florida till the offense can actually consistently score, you know, well, 30 points Texas a game. did. I mean, I don't know that we're really going to know until the SEC championship game because you right. know, as wonderful as everybody thinks the SEC is, that East division is terrible. You could swap that thing out with the ACC Coastal and, and wouldn't miss a beat, honestly, you know, with the exception of Georgia. Uh, Florida, yeah, they looked okay, but you know they played FAU. Um, I was not impressed with Florida. I think they're going to have multiple losses this year. But then who else? Missouri didn't really look that good. Uh, you and I talked about them being um, possible dark horse in the division, but you know, Tennessee, they played BG, and frankly, you know, probably should have put up another 30 points. Um, Vanderbilt was one of those FCS losses, I think. So that division is just butt ugly. Um, and I, you know, George is probably going to run, run through it. I think they're probably their stiffest test will be, uh, Kentucky, uh, in that division. And if that's your stiffest, uh, the, the stiffest test, then yeah, it's going to be hard to tell how good they are or are not. Right. And to be Alabama, they're going to have to score. Uh, probably 40 points is at least 30. And I don't think, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. So, um, but they still could easily go undefeated. And, you know, we're looking at an undefeated Alabama and Georgia in the SEC championship game. Who knows? I think, I think Bama's going to lose the game. Okay. Yeah. they They look better than everybody else this first week. And I agree, but, they still have a lot to replace. Um, I, I I can see them losing a game. Possibly. 
All right. Well, anything else from the week? Not really. Um, you know, we talked about, or at least I did, you know, um, making fun of myself for being way off on a few. But, uh, you know, pat myself on the back. I, I did think Fresno State was going to give Oregon a game. I did think UCLA was going to win. Um, I, you know, you and I, we both picked the uh, Florida State. We kind of knew uh, that that was coming. Um, so there were a lot of things that, that didn't surprise me. Uh, and, you know, I think, uh, I think that bodes well for me, uh, going into our competition throughout the rest of the year. <laughs> Speaking of which, I did pick the, uh, next 25 games. So those are up and ready to go. Oh, you did that already, huh? Yep. I've been too busy planting trees. <laughs> Still planting? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That is much to plant. I think we'll be there Friday, so... And you will have much to plant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so... We done with that? Yep, done with that. Uh, We move it on? to uh, To the game this week. Ohio State, another big game, a top 10 matchup. First, the Oregon Ducks. Should be a good one. Um, where, where do you want to take us with this game? What are, uh, I guess, what are your expectations? What are some of the things you want to see, especially from the defense? Uh, some keys to the wow. game. Because I think the spread yeah. right now is 14, I'm pretty sure. so. Yeah, basically similar to Minnesota. And I am similarly worried. Um, about the game. I mean, you know, that defense, (laughs) I don't know. They got to figure something out. And and the keys to the game are probably very similar to last week. Um, number one, and probably just one through five is really the combination of the secondary and the linebackers. You know, those linebackers, I don't know what the heck they're doing. I mean, it's, like they got their own thing going on out there uh the secondary um have we heard anything yet is either will either seven banks or cam brown be back i think they're both expected to to be back and start but uh there's there's nothing out i think it's just a rumor that they're both supposed to be back it's gamesmanship Speaking of which, yeah, so, I don't know about the injury to, to Proctor either. I don't know if he's a go or not. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, but, and that's another one too. So Proctor and those two. Um, so I'm nervous about that secondary. Um, there was not... There really wasn't any improvement. I didn't... I want to say, oh, there's a little bit... I didn't really see any improvement uh, in that secondary, which is sad. The linebackers, they... Non-existent. Um, and the defensive line not getting the pressure they should. And, you know, and I've said it before, as much as we praise Larry Johnson um, and some of those defensive ends he gets, um, starting to get to the point where, hey, this is two years now. Um, and frankly, we had an issue, I think, late in 2019. It's one of the reasons I think we lost to Clemson is we were not getting the pressure uh, in that game that we had earlier in the year, but it was Clemson, so it probably give that one a pass. Um, 
But now two years running, I mean, we're just not getting any pressure from the defensive line. So new linebackers who, you know, apparently want to do their own thing. Secondary that hasn't shown improvement. That's the key. Uh, You know, I think C.J. Stroud will come in and play a similar game. I think he'll be nervous at the beginning uh, because it's a higher level of competition. Uh, But I think he'll settle down with that leadership and Olave and Wilson and who's around them. I think the running backs uh, will be spectacular behind a great offensive line. Um, So I I think it's going to be similar for Ohio State offensively. I think they'll, they'll get to about 40. Uh, you know, I'm thinking if Fresno State can put up 24, Ohio State can put up 40 on, on Oregon fairly easily, I think. Um, I just don't know if Oregon's going to put up 40 or not. So that's the, that's, that's the key right there. <laughs> yeah. Offense, uh, come out and do what you did. Defense, do something. Yeah, I do think the key will rely on the defense, especially the line. We talked about it last week. Oregon, very similar team. They're going to run the ball. Um, I don't think they showed a lot against Fresno State on purpose. They just tried to escape. Even though Fresno State's a pretty good team, I think they did just enough. Um, Yeah, the biggest thing is just going to be Anthony Brown as a dual threat and uh, their running back because they do have a – a really good running game. I don't know if it's as good as Minnesota's, but that quarterback doesn't scare me through the air, uh, but he, he'll tuck it and run. He ran a lot against Fresno State, uh, and so the defense is going to have to give a lot of resources to the run, and so that secondary will have to be ready for when they do try to pass. But Yeah, yeah you look, that makes you, me nervous. You look at... Uh, I think the game, yeah, Fresno State scored 24. They, I think they passed for almost 300 yards. They didn't run the ball very well. Uh, of course, Oregon has a great line. Thibodeau, you know, left with a boot on the on the ankle. So I, I do expect him to be back, although I guess we'll see. If he is out, that'll be a big loss. Yeah, with, or with, with or without a boot, he won't be a huge factor. He'll get his. Yeah. But that offensive line is too good, and our running back's too good. Um. Yeah, that's I'm not why, worried about their defense at all. Yeah, I, th- I think their defense front will be good, and uh, but I do think they they'll pass protect well enough. I, I think it'll be the same. Stroud probably will be inconsistent, but Ryan Day said, you know, no matter what, they're still going to throw haymakers. They're still going to open up the playbook, and so I fully expect that they're going to take their shots and uh, they're going to hit on a couple of them, and so. Fully excited to see that, and I think that'll open up the running game more. So I do agree. I think Ohio State uh, will definitely get at least around 40 points again. Uh, I think they will have the balance on both sides, even with Oregon's good D-line, because I do think the offense is good enough. Uh, the defense, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to come down to the linebackers. They got a lot of good tape, though. They played a great running team, and so I think that definitely helps. Uh, I do think they'll be more ready. Uh, yeah, and we have young linebackers, and it's going to take some time. So how much are they really going to improve uh, from last week to this week? I don't know. I expect some. I uh, expect enough, at least. It's makes me nervous, too. I don't think it makes me as nervous as it does you. Um, I think the line played w- well enough. I mean, they got the strip sack uh, and the, and the f- 
fumble return for a touchdown. So, I, which I think is great, that, and that was an awesome play. But that was few and far between. And frankly, the 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 scoop and score, as wonderful as it was, it was kind of lucky. I mean, it was like right there, yeah. you know. Right. But um, well, I just envision you talked about Anthony Brown. I don't think. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think that he's that great of a passer. But what Minnesota was doing to the middle of the field with those slant passes and whatnot, Oregon's going to do with the quarterback draw. I mean, that middle is going to be wide open, and I just see him, you yeah. know, if the way Ibrahim was squeezing, wriggling through these uh, tiny spots, uh, you know, I see Anthony Brown doing the same. That That does make me... Nervous. Yeah, Ohio State has. Had I don't issues. think their running back is as good as Ibrahim. So, yeah, he's good. I don't think he's as good as Ibrahim, uh, but y- Ibrahim, yeah, Ibrahim, whatever. I, I think uh, yeah, the Ohio State has had trouble with mobile quarterbacks in the past, so they will have to shore that up. Probably have to spy him at least because you know they're going to run. They're going to run a lot. Um, and I'm sure. I don't gonna... think Harry Combs knows what that means. <laughs> Maybe not, but. Uh, what they, I what think they if you have say to put do... a spy on him, he's giving Daniel Craig a call. <laughs> saying, hey, uh, somebody said you should help us. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was a pretty lame joke, actually. Yeah. Um, Probably edit that one out. <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. Um, I, I think that they're going to have to come out early uh, they're going to have to come out swinging, so that way they get Oregon out of their game plan. Uh, so that way Ohio State never really feels threatened at all, and they can uh, play they want to play. You know, play play the way they want to play. Um, but I, I still think they get your they'll they'll get theirs. I mean, look at the offense; they had what forty eight pl- plays, and they still scored thirty eight points um, on a bunch of chunk plays. I think they'll have some more. I mean, they'll be at home too. Yes. That stadium, friends back in the stands, hundred thousand. I don't know. And it, it'll be nine o'clock in the morning for Oregon. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to mention. Yeah, Oregon's. I can't imagine. I mean, even if they prepared for it all week, I, I think I still think they they're going to come out sluggish. I mean, that's that's what right. like wake because they usually do do what like six hours before. The game. Do yeah. they usually like get up and get ready? So it's like three AM, yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's yeah, I guess there's not much more to say. Uh we both No, there's not not much. I mean so you what what's your so you're predicting Ohio State to cover then. Uh right. is that what I'm hearing? I am I'm st- I, I think they they can and they should. Uh, I, it's just I think it'll be like the Minnesota game. I think it'll right, be right around there. Uh, but it's it's fourteen even. It's not thirteen and a half. It's fourteen even. So they have to win by fifteen. And it, it's yes. just w- really weird to win by like fifteen, sixteen. You know. So probably push it to seventeen. I think they can win by seventeen. Uh, I just don't know. I mean, I think they'll win by double digits, but you know, between between ten and fourteen is probably the the best bet. So I, I'm still going to decide. I do think they they'll score 
over 40, probably around 40, 42, you know, to 45 ish again. Um, but I think Oregon can put up 24, 31, you know, so yeah, it could be a very, very similar score to the Minnesota game. So I don't know. Yeah, it, it could be very similar. Um, I kind of broke a rule in, in picking against Ohio State, even though I, I thought they would win. So I'm going to pick Ohio State to cover this time. I just will likely take it with low confidence. Okay. Yeah, I think I the think. offense will put up about 45. I think the offense will put up about 45. Um, I am nervous about Anthony Brown and you know our defense not showing up, but it will be a full crowd. Well, I don't know. I think it is. Honestly, though, I you know earlier in the week I was reading that not all the tickets had sold. Yeah, I think I've heard that ninety thousand or so have sold because they're still selling like C deck tickets at one hundred sixty, which is yeah asinine. But yeah, yes, is what it is. Um, but um, but there'll yeah. still be a huge crowd uh, at noon. It's going to be 9 a.m. for Oregon. I think they will be sluggish. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Ohio State to cover, probably with low confidence. Yeah, and that's, what, that's where I'm hedging, too. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to add? Es todo. Okay, so by Estoro, that is, that's all to you and me. Um, I think what that means, though, even more deeply, is that this ends another fantastic episode of Buckeye Bombers with Bellhaven and the Boy. Indeed.